0: Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We are going to review a movie called Thanksgiving for you. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. More accurately, I am
1: going to review yes, Thanksgiving for you because this is a 2023 brand new slasher film. Mm-hmm. Directed by Eli Roth from a screen play written by he and Jeff Rendell.
0: Is that pre- the is that the the Eli Roth? Did he do some other shit?
1: He did. He did. Responsible really for the surgeons of the torture porn. Sub genre
0: back is he the guy twenty from years ago. Did Hostel. Bastards?
1: He was in *Inglourious Basterds*. Oh,
0: Bastards. he was the bear. Okay, got Yeah,
1: on. and he also did a film called *Cabin Fever*, it was his first sort of splash in a series called *Hemlock Grove* or something that was okay. I think early on Netflix. From from vague vague memory, we'll get to that in just a few mm-hmm. moments. This one's produced by those two: Eli Roth, Jeff Rendell, and Roger Bimbom. And it is one hundred and six minutes long. Had a budget of fifteen million dollars in Wayne. Mm. It is adapted from. The trailers that were part of the Grindhouse double feature way back when between Robert Rodriguez's
0: yeah, Planet Terror
1: and Quentin, Quentin Tarantino's Tarantino. Death Proof. They had a Wait. bunch of fake trailers on there, which Edgar Wright did one, Eli Roth did one. Oh, like, um, like Machete, Machete hobo the Hobo and the Shotgun, shotgun yes. and then this one was another one, Thanksgiving. Oh. So that's where the well, the original idea was sort of seeded, and now it's come to fruition I mean, what is it about?
0: Okay, according to the internet, it is uh, Thanksgiving is about an axe wielding maniac who terrorizes the residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts, after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy. He starts picking off, well, sorry, picking off victims one by one. The seemingly random revenge killings soon become part of a larger sinister plan. And this year, I give thanks that I didn't have to watch this <laughs>
1: Well, look, I said it was made for $15 million. so Thus far, after one day, it's taken $3.8 million at the North American box office. I don't know whether this is going to translate into a hit or not, though. The buzz from the fans online of this kind of thing seems to be pretty positive.
0: I should mention uh, Kathy from Sony yes. Pictures uh, gave, gave us this uh, this trailer, and I... They gratefully said, I- I'm not going to watch it, but Paul is, and she was fine with it. So, thank you, Kathy.
1: Thank you very much, Kathy, for allowing us to, send to see this one at the advanced screen, which I took my brother along to. And nice, so He got nice. to come and enjoy the film rather than having to deal with Wayne's. <laughs> exactly. You don't <laughs> want to see it with me. You
0: want to see it with someone else?
1: <laughs> Ready for this? Go On ahead. the review website, Rotten Tomatoes, 83% of 86 critics' reviews are positive, with an average score of 6.7 out of 10. On Metacritic, that's slightly lower, as it always is, with an average score of 63 out of 100, based on 28 critics. But audiences polled by CinemaScore only gave this a, neg- a B negative on the A plus to F scale. So that's because they're getting all those people like you who are dragged along by someone else. In See, their life,
0: everyone wins and when I don't watch these shit films. Shit
1: on the particular film. So that's what the others have thought. What about what I thought? Well, yeah, well let's Paul. go straight into it then. Uh, Thanksgiving is fun. Fun, yeah, it's fun. A fun you see, if you're a sicko slash like horror movie slash like gortastic death, because this film has some of the best deaths on cinema in cinema, I should say this year, two thousand and twenty-three. Some absolute memorable ones, which I'll save for the spoiler section, which we'll get to because Wayne does give no. I give
0: zero fucks now.
1: Let me, whether or not I spoil this film for
0: him, if I may, about the plot that I just read out. Mm-hmm. So it's an literally an axe wielding slasher film.
1: Yeah, so it, obviously it's set at Thanksgiving time and. This is becoming a thing here in Australia, though I don't think there's anyone here as big as it is in the States. So, Black Friday, which I think is the coming Friday. It's has, all about the sales, bro. Yeah, sales. So, in the film, yeah. the sort of big shopping Complex supermar- supermarket yep. type. Supermarket, well, yep. More like a Kmart or a Target. Got it, got it. Owner of that store, he decides to open up on Thanksgiving night, which mm-hmm. apparently Thursday night, before Black Friday sales. Which okay. is kind of in breach of the code of, you know, everyone gets to have that day off to be with their families oh, and I do see. whatever else. So, he opens up really early with all the stupid specials including and there's a real poke here in the first 10-15 minutes of this film which is all about you know fucking consumerism gone mad mm-hmm. you're all idiots what the fuck are you doing to get a $100 free waffle line or whatever the fuck it is people eventually riot they of break course. through the barriers smash I mean, through that's people real. that happens and then there are a few very unfortunate deaths Oh. In that particular part of the film.
0: Oh, people getting step on and shit?
1: Yeah. Ah. And then we flash forward 12 months and the daughter of the guy who opened the store, she's basically the main character. It's her group of friends in a Scream-esque 90s kind of style. They were all in the store because they got special privileges because dad owned the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's part of what incites the riot is seeing them in the store. So all the other punters outside behind barricades with a paltry security of two dudes. Got mad. They got mad. Break through. Literally smashed through the glass, and, and then chaos ensues. But then
0: they were they tr- looking to get bargains, or they're just going to steal it all now?
1: <laughs> they weren't stealing anything. They were just being dickheads, and yeah. or not not even all of them. the girl because she's the main character. She's the final girl. You know, she, she's not as big an asshole as most of her friends are. Right. She didn't really want to be doing this. She didn't think it was a good idea. That's meant to be going to the movies, but you know, of course, she had to follow her her boyfriend's lead and uh-huh. his mates and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it goes from there. How do I frame it? Then this figure dressed as John Carver, who I think is this figure. In fact, he was He was the Plymouth Colony Governor, which is is where it's set. And if you... Wikipedia, you can see his sort of face. So there's all these fake masks of John Carver. Oh, okay. And so the killer dons one of those, wears a sort of Thanksgiving kind of 1600s era kind of costume and runs around perpetrating murder on the people who were in the store... On that day. On that day. Now, is I didn't know any of that going in. I just knew that it was going to be an Eli Roth film. There's probably going to be some gnarly kills, and there certainly are. Mm-hmm. And that's all the storyline. That's the good part. <laughs> okay. And I'll get to the I'll get to the specifics of the good kills and the like. And okay. that absolutely had those in the audience, and you can hear when you go. To, by the way, I just want to say this. Now, if you're at all interested, go and see this at the, at the theaters before they disappear, because part of watching this film the enjoyment of it is listening to those in the audience who are laughing and cackling with with mirth and amusement versus those who are like oh oh my god what is that the weans
0: versus the The, non-weans
1: yeah the Waynes versus the pauls if you will of the cinematic viewing audience so that was that was good (laughs) fun it wasn't it wasn't packed at the screening but it was it was pretty solid there was quite a few people there including some of the very regular main critics who were sitting right next to where we were and or like always listening to the one of the women complain to the guy. Oh, I don't want to be here. I'm just being brand loyal, coming to this. Do-
0: by the way, should we just take a moment here? <laughs> the fact that that's part of your enjoyment is sick. You sick fuck. <laughs> you and everyone like you. Okay, taking enjoyment from just other people's adds, pain. Well, I'm just like just add to the amusement of it all. <laughs> exactly. You're all cunts. <laughs>
1: Anyway, you get it. Uh, But watching it with an audience is is the way to go. Or, you know, when it does come out to stream with a bunch of your mates sitting around with pizza and a a few drinks would be almost as good. Let's put it that way. Don't call me. I don't think you'll get as much enjoyment to sitting there watching it (laughs) by yourself.
0: I knew it. You're all sick folks. Now let's get down
1: to what doesn't work in the film, which is quite a lot of it. This is not a particularly well-made movie. Oh, It's really badly edited. Like there's beats that are just left hanging and you're like, whoa, whoa, what happened there? Like, really? So for example, we set up the the, tri- the love triangle with the main girl it has got two suitors and the film just completely forgets about it because it wants them both to be red herrings. Which, by the way, this is a very direct homage to a very early 80s film called My Bloody Valentine, which was remade with Jins and Ackles about oh. 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 15 years ago it was one of the first 3D films. Oh. And in that film, it follows a guy returning to town after he's run away from the, from the main girl and she's got a new boyfriend who, you know, she's involved with, but then she kind of gets torn between the two. Mm-hmm. the exact same thing happens in this movie, so it's directly lifted from My Body Valentine. And as good? Well, no, comparable it's not though. because, like I said, Eli Roth's film, and I don't know whether it's him or the editor or what, but it just loses track at some of these characters. Like, at one stage, a couple of her friends sort of disappear and, and eventually it's explained why, but... Uh-huh. And then the dad storyline, that kind of peters and goes sort of really not far and... So it's setting up all these sort of side characters and not bothering to do anything with them. and just loses track of virtually everyone hmm. other than the main girl. Seems sloppy. Yeah. yeah. Pat- I didn't even mention the cast, and that's primarily because there's bugger all people here in the cast to know, but Patrick Dempsey is oh, yeah. is the sheriff in the town. McDreamy? Yeah, McDreamy. Uh, Alison Ray, I think, is some kind of YouTube famous person. Oh no,
0: she's um. I only know this because um um your mom's house podcast, like they ran into her, and apparently she's a an influencer with like billions of followers. Right. Okay, so
1: she's in the movie. And then the main, uh, Rick Hoffman is, I think he's from Suits. My brother was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's yeah. one of the main bad I like him. guys. Chipmunk looking motherfucker. On yeah, yeah, one of the bad guys in in Hostel. All those years ago, as was well. so obviously got a good relationship with Eli Roth. Uh, Gina Gershon pops up, and then yeah. the main girl is played by Nella Nell Verlach. Lackey or something like that. Yep, I'm familiar. Go on. No, I've never seen her before either. No one's particularly good in this, <laughs> in this film. You, you don't go and see a horror film like this for the uh, the acting display. Like no one's putting on a, a, a Nev Campbell type amazing performance or, okay. or knocking it out of the park like Drew Barrymore did in the opening scene of Scream. Yep. Nothing like that level. But yeah, what you're there for are the kills and there are some absolutely spectacular ones. The resolution is, I guess, satisfying enough while leaving it wide, wide open, very deliberately, as these horror films often do for a potential sequel, which I think is very optimistic given that, again, not a well-made, not a well constructed film. It's passable, but what gets it over the line is absolutely the fun, Gortastic kills. And that's if you're not got any interest beyond the film, then that sorry, then you have no interest in that, then do not bother with Thanksgiving. It's not even good. It's not scary. It's not frightening. It's not tense. It's just oh, really? over the top.
0: Can I ask you then, if you were to compare it to the better version of this type of film in its genre, like would you w- could you pick one that is a better version of this, that is like a, a, a slasher? Oh, I
1: can tell you many having just done the Slashers podcast, okay. I'm mean, going all back to the golden era of it. So it's kind of like that early 80s style slasher crossed with the 90s. it's got the gore Mm -hmm, of the early mm -hmm. 80s stuff with the cross trying to do a scream thing with all the characters that you get to know and you want to kind of root for but it just doesn't bother establishing them well enough other than the main girl
0: and I take it there's no mystery as to who the bad guy is no there is a mystery
1: oh there is he's wearing that mask that John Carver mask the whole whole time So a bit better yeah and I mean there's some very memorable moments There's there's a Halloween not Halloween Thanksgiving parade where shit goes down shit goes down there's a couple of I'll talk about The Deaths okay. in a moment. Because that's right. that's really the centerpiece of this of this film. All so right, well,
0: Then let's get to it.
1: Let's do it then. So overall, it's a hard recommend for people who like this kind of thing. It's an absolute avoid like The Plague if you don't like it. There's nothing here for you if you are not fully into slasher films. I would argue every sounds, slasher film is like that. Which sounds, well, probably the same for everything. If you don't like dramas, don't see this fucking dramatic film. If you don't like musicals, absolutely don't see it's this It's not the same.
0: I'll tell you why. What? Go on. Because not everyone who doesn't like drama is a sick fuck. So <laughs> you see... <laughs> Most people can get a drama. It's a much more uh, palatable thing. Even if you're bored, it's like a drama. You know what I mean? If it's a slasher <laughs> film that's very specific in your audience, it's like, oh, I like this shit and most people hate it. Or a good no, people. My, people. People who don't, don't like it hate it yes. as opposed to people who don't like dramas just don't care for it. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's my thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard to hate dramas because there's drama in most exactly, every film. Exactly, right? But you can but absolutely hate fucking musicals. It's um, not musicals musicals and everything.
0: Uh, I would agree. It's probably, it's, more, uh, it's, it's still not as nasty, but yes, I agree. Well, I it's dis- more. I disagree. It's more, it's more musicals disparate. are way nastier than this Oh Oh, God. Just <laughs> <laughs> <such a> shit.
1: <laughs> we just got the invite to the Wonka screening, and both of us just went, nah.
0: <laughs> no. And apparently, according to the like trailer It doesn't look like a musical
1: well, It's only because you were telling me or Some people were telling me it's a musical It's an absolute musical Then they've done that same thing with I think there might be two cuts of the Mean Girls trailer The Tina Fey remake that's coming out Is it January. a remake? Yeah, of Mean Girls But she was in Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There you go. Simpson. eh? Yeah, and from what I understand, that's a musical. But the trailer I watched, there's not one other than doing the performance at the end of the film. That's
0: ridiculous. Mean Girls was an amazing film. (laughs) I thought it was great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was good. It was good for what it was and Mm. I appreciated it. So it's a... Brave move to remake his musical, wow. but then even braver move not to advertise it as a musical. Surely, because they're trying to catch people out like me. He'll go, oh, I watch that, and then turn know what is this fucking shit? Yeah,
0: but then they just attract your ire afterwards. Yes, I will. Yeah. I would
1: absolutely shit on that film uh, if it's not acknowledging what it is before it is it. Yep, yep. It's a bit yes. like Thanksgiving. Here is a, a lovely family drama about coming home to for the holidays, and it ends up being this exactly. great exactly. Big- I would Ooh. just,
0: I would take a shit in the cinema and leave. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs>
1: All right, without any further ado, let's get into the spoilers for Thanksgiving on the other side of this. Bitches leave. And boy, <laughs> if you don't want to hear about some gore, now is the time to get the hell out. So out. suffer away. <laughs> suffer in your jocks. All right, cunty, let's go. I'll build up to the three really memorable in this movie. Oh, right. uh, oh, okay. The usual decapitations and heads getting lopped off, and oh, all sure. which is pretty standard. I, have I to mean, say. it's an axe. Ex- like we yeah. be, yeah, some okay. of the some of the practical effects are very good. The VFX, if you will, the, the practical effects, and then the v- augmented by VFX. So there's one woman who gets sort of put in an oven and is roasted like a turkey, and when they literally carve through her leg, why? Because he's got everyone sat around the table. Oh, I see. So he's he going to make like he's gonna meet, make them eat her. Ah, okay, great. great,
0: great, great. <laughs> Six <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so that's that's horrifying in a sort of different way. Yeah. There's a guy <laughs> who's driving in the aforementioned Thanksgiving parade where he's to slam the brakes on when the John Carver guy appears and lops off the mascot's head inside the suit and the blood streaming everywhere. He slams the brakes on. It happens right in front of him. And the float behind, like it's attached uh, like a trailer, yeah, it sort of crashes into the back and then the, the buckle breaks and the sort of you call it the wooden stake from yep, the, yep. the front goes straight through the back and straight through his head Head, yep, <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, sure. Yeah. Final Destination <laughs> styles Yeah Remember it's Lethal really Weapon good. with the surfboard? Lethal Weapon 2 yeah. with the surfboard? Yeah, that kind of that thing That kind oh, of yeah. thing but you yeah. see it there and but his, his exactly. eye and his face dribbling down the side of <laughs> of the gore <laughs> But the piece de resistance <laughs> I have to, there's another woman, another one of the main characters, a group of main characters who gets thrown onto a... There's obviously renovations going to the house and they've got the buzzsaw kind of tabletop buzzsaw.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: so she gets disemboweled, thrown on that and just... Yep, you
0: know, yep, yep. That, 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 kind of that thing. would be... I mean, you yeah. don't have a buzzsaw on a table in a show like this without someone going without through it.
1: Exactly. It's kind of like the uh, smoking gun or exactly. like showing the gun and exactly. then later exactly. on.
0: It's oh, like, I wonder if that would come into play. Yeah. Chekhov's
1: gun. That's the word, isn't it? Then one of the early kills in the film is this particularly foul mouth, nasty woman who's very prominent in the early riot scene and <laughs> yeah, she works at a, as a waitress at a at a one of the local restaurants and she's closing up shop and the killer grabs her and shoves her face into like water where they're doing the dishes. Yeah yeah, yeah. and I she's drowning she manages to fly away out of that and then he rips open the freezer door and with her wet face slams it against the freezer door. Yeah. So when she pulls her face away all the skin gets stuck <laughs> yeah. and left leaves half her face behind type stuff. Doesn't die there though. She manages to get out of the building and she's running. He drives in the car. <laughs> She goes to jump into a um, a really big sort of skip bin, yeah, with the lid open. Yeah, yeah, jumps into it. He just gets out of the way. Basically, she's half in, legs are out of the top, so she's like her yeah. face and half top halves in the bin, mm. and then the the lid of the bin slams down and cuts her into... two. <laughs> because that that's what happens
0: when a bin lid comes down. I mean, a very big, heavy one, but still the dumpster, it dump, the dumpster. It doesn't matter. It wouldn't get you Chops her
1: in half and then there's intestines and shit everywhere. Hilarious. That kill literally set the tone for the movie. It had everyone That's early on. Ju- jumping and cheering. Who was into it? And the people next to me going, Oh my God, what are we La- laughing that nervous? What have I got myself into? Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know what? There is nothing I enjoy about these films, but if there is one thing I would look at is that when you establish a character to be hateable yeah. and you hate them, and then you fuck them up in the worst possible way. That's the only thing that I like. But typically, they don't do that. Typically, they have the young virginal girl have fucked up or something like that, you know? Yeah, they can. Uh, this film. I mean, I don't know. This film,
1: I mean, there's a three or four people die in the opening riot, mm-hmm. and then like nine or ten more people die through the course of the film. So it's not like it's 55 bodies running around. It's, it's not like an action film where the action hero is waiting through shooting people left, right and center. It's not a Rambo movie. It's not Last Blood or anything like that where there's 50, 60, 70, 100 people killed. Mm. It's just that it takes its time with most of the deaths. So there's a bit of stalk and then slash and the like. So you're building up to it, which is meant to be tenseful, but you know how it's going to end. Until you get to the last 15 minutes of the film, there's no way the killer gets unmasked. There's no way the killer doesn't succeed. Maybe the person gets away as per a Scream film where... You know, so the Courtney Coxes of the world... So or, they could get to another one. Yeah, yes. get to another one. But that's the only tension. Will they or won't they make it out of here? Not whether or not the killer is going to be found out unmasked and, and and
0: defeated. Can I ask you something? In the in, in line with the idea of tropes for horror films, is, from what I've, I I ascertain from the ones you've dragged me to, the opening scene is typically some sort of kill, right? No, this one takes
1: longer to get into it.
0: So is it like when you when you're watching a horror movie like this and you don't know what's going on or whatever... You see it open up. You're like, okay, they'll introduce whatever characters. And are you in your head going, so how many of these people die, or do they all die? Or yeah, and it, do the, do that's they part do? of the fun, right? So that, but that's a thing, right? You can't write a horror movie without that opening thing. Well, right? yeah, like, again, it's not even a first act
1: as, as per slasher kind of conventions. Yeah, normally the opening of a film is showing what the origin of the killer is, right? Or or a first up early kill, early kills, of exactly of the killer, right? So to establish is, that there is a killer, this is the origin. Them. Right, so we take a little bit longer to get to it till the riot happens inside the store. So
0: in the first act, I, sorry, in the the cold open, I guess I would call it. It's um, not really a cold open in this one. Okay, I All mean,
1: right. unless you want to call fifteen minutes worth a cold open. Yeah. So it's okay. not like screen where yeah. I guess that's six or seven minutes of mm. of poor Drew Barrymore being terrorized and before she meets her end. So
0: oh, that's what happens to me whenever you take me to one of these things. I'm sit there and I go, oh, okay, here's some t- you know, ten people are going to die or five people are going to die. Yeah. How are they going to? Oh, are they? there it is, there Are oh, Okay. Or well, we go please. back to
1: Evil Dead rise from earlier in the year which is probably still my favorite we'll find out horror film of the year although there's Mm -hmm. a couple of late entries that are challenging for that the opening kill there is a couple of people killed very early on then the, the the person rises out of the it floats over the ocean and then the credits.
0: Trying to remember it
1: <laughs> flash, flash up, and then we go back twenty four hours earlier and then we're showing the bulk of the film from there. So that's very much that cold open. Okay, so that's a bit different. Yeah,
0: so there you go. Yeah, wish I remembered it. I don't. So yeah,
1: Thanksgiving then some great kills, some good fun. It is silly as all fuck. Like you can't think about it for three seconds and and it, it really hold its weight storyline wise or or you know. We conveniently forget this person is over there. Oh, here they are bobbing up at... Where were you the last fucking 45 minutes? That kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. How There's no way this would hold up, but in its own internal logic world, it's fine. It's just badly edited, so we just pick up plot threads, we drop others, and then the ending of the film is god-awful. Oh, it is? Yeah. It doesn't end well. No, the very ending of the film left a real bad taste in my mouth because, again, we're just trying to set up for a sequel. Well, we're in spoilers. Why don't you tell me what it is? The killer is... Ready? Yep. Again, I'm spoiling the shit out of this film, please. You should have turned off Skip by forward. now. The killer is Patrick Dempsey.
0: Oh, the sheriff, or the whatever. The sheriff,
1: who is a really nice guy, because that's what Patrick Dempsey normally plays. I of don't course. Know he's like in Grey's Anatomy. But mm. turns out he was banging Gina Gershon, cheating. She was cheating on her husband. Yep. Because he's her husband's made out to be a main suspect, because he's the manager of the store who says we should never have been open. We should certainly never have been open with only two security guards. And she's his wife. And she comes down to the store and she gets basically killed when (laughs) effectively kicked in the face, falls over, trolley runs over her head, rips off her scalp and then, (laughs) yeah, that type of shit. Okay. So she dies. It's a very quick cameo and so the husband's all up in arms but it turns out Patrick Dempsey was fucking her. They were having an affair and they were truly in love and she was about to leave him. So he goes on this rampage a year later to teach the town a lesson.
0: Oh, because they killed his lover. Yeah. Okay. That's still more plot than I expected. (laughs) Well,
1: there you go. I mean, (laughs) That holds together, that's fine. We get like I said, we get the origin of the killer, and there's a few people, mostly it's her boyfriends, which are heavily implied to be the main girl's boyfriends. The guy who came back, who's injured in the riot, and then the douchey guy who's been coveting her all along. But we just drop them too much, they're not enough in the film. Like didn't even kill one of them off. Anyway, so in the end there's like five or six of them that live. Way too many. Like, if you set up all these characters, way too many, you know, credit to the fact that uh, the African-American character, he lives, he turns out to be more no, of a hero. No, that's the thing now. He- more of a hero than either of the two boyfriends do. They're both, you know. That's
0: the thing. That's a 30-walk joke about that, where, yeah. you, where there's look, Tracy Morgan, the black guy, is going, hey, we're losing our we're losing our grip in Hollywood. I saw a police show the other day, and the captain was white. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the the fire, it just sort of cuts away from them all standing around in the ambu- and the open doors of the ambulance at the very end of the film to her in bed with a douchey boyfriend I'm like what the fuck we let the douchey boyfriend live oh
0: yeah, and no no he needs to go
1: he does need to go he's just such a dickhead mm. and she wakes up and then because Patrick Dempsey's character gets burnt in a fire and blown up like we couldn't find any evidence of him he must have been immolated yeah sure he was immolated uh, Nobody, no crime. But it's not even like a a, a scare. Like oh, it could really be him because he comes out of her closet on fire. It's like so stupid. Yeah. And then oh, we got the that was supposedly a scare. Oh, so she's traumatized. End film.
0: Mm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That was shitty. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, what's your score then?
1: All right. So with all that in mind, great kills, good fun, enjoyable time with my brother, laughing at other people around me, versus poorly made, terribly edited, pretty average acting. That really
0: shoot a hole in it. Poorly edited, bad ending, bad
1: acting. Yeah, is that yeah. not the movie? So it gets it drops it down to a, like a sixty-one.
0: Sixty-one is way too high for some things, but okay, all right.
1: Three stars.
0: <laughs> Three stars for right.
1: Thanksgiving from moi. I'm sure Wayne would have absolutely <laughs> shot. <laughs> all over this thing in the cinema and from a great height so I'm glad you didn't put yourself as am it.
0: I? as am I this is how we should do all these movies. <laughs> alright fantastic I hope you enjoyed no, that no, review you don't everyone.
1: understand people are upset that you didn't see this because I wanted to hear you shit on yeah this I know all of you people, me people are upset. sick
0: <laughs> 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 like. this is the dumbest oh, yeah. shit anyone oh, ever did yes. in the history of Damn and yeah. I don't think I'm accelerating <laughs> here time
1: alright that's my review of Thanksgiving if you've seen it what did you think did you like it did you hate it like Jason from Binge Movies, who shadow over this particular film. What up, G? <laughs> Let us know via email, at The Countdown Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, at The Countdown PC. Sorry, X at The Countdown PC. You can mm-hmm. like and follow the show on Podbean, where we host. Check out our Facebook listening community links in the show notes to get involved. In the discussions around this film and indeed everything else countdown related. And our website, The Countdown for links to everything else that matters. That's it from us today. My name's Paul. My name's Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. What the fuck?
0: I am Negatron.
1: Trim- You're not Negatron, motherfucker. You're 60. Wayne, whenever he has to listen or watch a <laughs> horror movie. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> See ya. Word.